This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to talking with my friend Mina. Hi, hi, everyone. Uh, Mina, could you do an uh, int- introduction yourself? So I'm Mina Gupta. I am an international student studying at ARA. I've been in New Zealand for a year and a half now. Um, yeah, I came for studies, and I'm working part time. Radio. I haven't tried any time soon, so like I was uh, just you know. Cl- Curious about what it's gonna be, so mm-hmm. I thought let's just give it a shot. Yeah, and uh, I was know that you um, was originally from uh, India. Yeah. yeah. So um, during the time when you choosing study overseas, why are you choosing New Zealand? Ah, oh, I had quite a few places in mind. Um, mm-hmm. My choices were Europe and New Zealand. Um, my parents wanted me to go to Canada. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just felt like when I researched about different countries, mm-hmm. I felt like New Zealand was the place for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to be in crowded cities. I don't like to be, you know, in um, big cities with a lot of people around you, and then all that sorts of thing. I like mm-hmm. small cities. I like small amount of people around me. You know, people you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought, yeah, Christchurch. Why not? Yeah, I totally agree with you because I was previously staying. Quite large cities for a very long time. Oh, yeah? I've been in Sydney, Melbourne, Shanghai, mm-hmm. Edinburgh, and I traveled to Toronto previously. Yeah, so yeah. they are quite large city compared with Christchurch. Yeah. But there are some features that Christchurch have, yeah. but those big cities haven't. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you know, here you actually personally know everyone, mm-hmm. probably everyone. So like, yeah. if I come to Ara. <laughs> I would just say hi and like you mm-hmm. know everybody is just everybody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So you you have a personal touch with everyone. When right. you're in ba- big cities, they, nobody has time to know you. Mm. Everybody's so busy and you know. Yeah, so if if you has a has a big distance between yeah. each other, even you stay in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I don't like traveling a lot. Like I mm-hmm. can't go if I have to do if I have to go for work. I don't want to travel for like twenty five minutes mm-hmm. to be there. And big cities come with a lot of traffic as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also, I found what you found that most attractive for you to study in Christchurch. In Christchurch. Yeah. Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christchurch, particularly. Mm-hmm. So I had mixed feelings for Wellington and Christchurch. Yeah. I wanted to go to either Wellington or Christchurch. So Auckland was never in my diaries. Okay. I never wanted to go to Auckland for studies. Like maybe after I'm graduated and you know. I want to go see Auckland, sure, mm-hmm. but I don't want to settle there, or like you know, I don't want to study there. Mm-hmm. So Wellington and Christchurch were my options, but then I thought South Island, which was much more prettier than mm-hmm. Wellington, so I was like, yeah, I'll just go prefer Christchurch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So based on time, you have stayed here for more than one year. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you find the difference between the education in New Zealand and compare with in India? Um. So. New Zealand is very practical based. 
So mm-hmm. like when I'm studying at ARA, the reason I chose ARA yeah. was just okay. because it was practical, you know. Mm-hmm. It's theoretical, yeah, but it just gives you more push in the practical areas. Mm-hmm. And back in India, we were doing much more theoretical work. Yeah. So I felt like I wanted more of a practical experience than a theoretical one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And in my line of accounting, we so we learn theories right we learn principles right but mm-hmm. we can't do anything unless we are you know practicing right. unless we are in that line doing mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so i thought like ara gave me a much wider much wider experience in this um, mm. accounting right. than i would have gotten back in india mm. that's why yeah so yeah. do you find any um difficulties or barriers for you as an international student to learn in ara in ara no not Particularly at ARA. ARA is very international, people friendly. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we see almost every year, mm-hmm. we see so many students coming you yeah. know, overseas. Mm-hmm. And ARA is all prepped up with the international students now. Yeah. So they have our orientations where we get to know the campus, where we get to know our tutors. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to meet people that are going to help us around ARA. Yeah. So just the, you know, just for basics, basics. Like, where's the vending machines, you know, where's the toilets, where's, where do you want to go if you want to find someone? Just basic things. Mm. And then orientation was pretty good. It, we had orientation for almost two hours. We met all our tutors. Yeah. Uh, we roamed around the campus, saw everything, you know, mm-hmm. just so that once we are here, we yeah. know where to go. Because mm. ARA is pretty big and you yeah. can get confused very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think ARA has been really international friendly. Mm-hmm. All the tutors know how to talk to you and, uh, you know, how they know how to understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any problems, Problems, you can always go to them then we have um, various kinds of student advisors we have mm-hmm. international um, managers so at the end I think ARA has just made it easier for me to get adjusted mm. in New Zealand mm. then what kind of skills you found it's particularly useful for those international students to learn in New Zealand to learn in New Zealand yeah um, I'd say you should be more outgoing once mm-hmm. you come to New Zealand, you mm-hmm. not just New Zealand, any overseas country, you should be a lot more outgoing than you were back at home. Because mm. if you don't talk to people, nobody's going to know what you're thinking. Nobody's going to know what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you can't put your point across, I think that's not going to help you. Mm-hmm. So skills, first of the skills would be to talk to people. Right. To, to yeah. be easily, you know, to easily put your point across mm. the table. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard for you to get adjusted in a new country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And also, I found that when you study in, in overseas, I mean, abroad, not in the domestic, yeah. it's, a, it's good for you to have a good time management yeah. skills. Yeah. Because you have a, a lot of things to do yourself. I mean, in, in that particular context, you have to make a decision yourself. Yeah, yeah, when you move overseas, so you're moving away from your family. Mm. Um, I know many people have families overseas and that's why they travel and that's why they go abroad and study. Mm. But I think most, like 90% people don't have um, families in other countries that they're traveling to for studies. Mm. So when you travel to another country, you're living alone. You don't mm. have your family with you. So you don't have a emotional support constantly. Like over yeah. the phone, yes, but not personally, you know, every day. And then you have to manage your money, your time. You mm-hmm. have to organize everything, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to be your own person, basically. Right. You have to make mm-hmm. sure that you 
you're working and if you're working where you're working are you mm-hmm. earning good money do you want to move on from this job or do you mm-hmm. want to stay on this job mm-hmm. um do you want to follow some hobby of yours do you want to mm-hmm. change your careers like all those questions that we do not ask ourselves when we are back at home because we know our parents or our siblings or our friends they're going to help us mm-hmm. sort everything out um i think when we are here we mm. kind of try and learn those things we mm. kind of try and get adjusted to our own skin you know we mm-hmm. we get to know that oh, okay i can make this decision or oh no this is in my alley mm. so yeah. yeah so i feel back at home you have a lot of emotional strength you have a lot of um back support mm. but when you move to another country you're all alone yes. you have to build yourself yes you have to make friends you have to I'd say I've built a very good family here in New Zealand. They mm-hmm. support me um in every way possible. Mm-hmm. But to make that family it took me a year and a half. Mm. Yeah. You know, to get to trust people, to get people to trust me and then mm-hmm. to find people who are like me and who I like, you know. Right. So it's hard, but I would say it's pretty good when you get that family. Right. Yeah. 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 You feel much more mm, confident. Yeah, because you are walking Within a group, a team. Yeah, you know. yeah. You have a team around you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mm, that's interesting. Because my PhD was studying uh, simulation of team dynamics. Oh, so yeah. we're simulating people working in a team, and how to make that team better. Yeah. By using artificial intelligence algorithms mm-hmm, to support mm-hmm. team management. Yeah. So I know that team is important, especially yeah. in, in industry. You know, in the, in daily life is as, as well. Yeah. You know, it's also quite important, mm-hmm. and. Um, So what it seems that you found make the big biggest gap between in the current study and also when you want to manage in your part-time working or something is there any difficulties or conflicts between the two things Oh there's a lot of difficulties because mm-hmm. um being a student so I think people say when you're working it's the hardest I think maybe since I'm in this phase I feel like this is the hardest one mm-hmm. Um when you're a student and you're working you're working part-time you're studying full-time mm-hmm. you have a lot more things to juggle around Right right yeah. so you're studying so you have your assessments and assignments and your exams and tests and presentations all sorts of thing going every mm-hmm. day Yeah and then when you're working part-time with it you probably want to work 2 to 3 days a week so that mm-hmm. you can earn enough money to support yourself you know get your groceries do your rent and stuff like that yeah um working part time and then studying full time it's mm-hmm. it's got to take a lot to balance both of them Mm. I feel like when initially I came here for 2 months I didn't find a good job. Mm. I was working 6 hours a week, 8 hours a week. So it wasn't that much. It was just yeah. like one day and I could easily I thought oh this is so easy, you know. It's not at all any difficulty thing or it's not at all something that I can't do. Mm. But once I started working 20 hours like 3 days a week mm. and then I was working 3 uh, days and then I was studying 4 days yeah and then I had my assessments and assignments like every week because mm. when we were back at home in India mm. we used to have a particular month dedicated to assessments and assignments mm-hmm. but here in New Zealand mm. you have assessments on the go mm. so second week of your semester and you'll have your first assignment to do mm. or your first exam to give mm-hmm. so it's very different the whole semester we keep giving our exams and our assessments and assignments right we don't have a particular month dedicated just for assessments mm. so you feel like you have a lot on your plate mm. 
and then if you choose a hobby you want to pursue or like if you want to go out with your friends or anything like that none of the schedules match because <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone's a student everyone's going through the same thing that you are going through somebody's working 20 hours somebody's working tw- uh, 12 hours 18 hours like everybody's so busy in their own lives that you hardly get time to do mm-hmm. anything else yeah so you are either booked with your studies or you're booked with your work and then we have weird shifts so since we're working part time we don't get um you know a good desk job Mm. So we have to either do morning shifts or we have to do night shifts or sometimes like midnight, you know, 12 to 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So all these kind of things I think it makes it hard for you to understand that you have to keep your studies as a priority, but right. your work, yeah. but your work cannot lag behind. Cuz mm-hmm. if you're not working, you're probably not earning enough to mm-hmm. pay your rents and do your bills. Mm. And then it's not going to help you either. Right. Right? Where's mm. the money going to come from? Mhm. Correct. I don't think asking our parents after you know our parents do so much to send us abroad. I don't mm. know about any other family but I feel like parents do their best as much as they can. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. We we just know that the parents if they're going to send us here they're just going to try and make sure that their kid is going to be safe and it's going to be protected. Right. But when you come here in my head I w- I've always felt like my parents did everything in their part to send me here mm. and I don't want them to worry more about me. Right. That's why I keep working 20 hours every week. Mhm. If I don't work 20 hours if I work 10 hours I wouldn't be able to pay my rent and cover all my bills then I'll have to ask my parents for money. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like asking them for money now doesn't feel good. Mhm. Cuz they've done so much for us. Yeah. It's time we become independent. It's time we take charge of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why I feel balancing your work and study life, it is hard. I get it, but it's not impossible, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's always possible to do it. You can do it. You just need some willpower, some strength, some support, you know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And you should be all good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. So it's uh, you need a balance between the study and yeah. the part-time job. Yeah. So Yeah, that's also a kind of a decision making. It's also yeah. decision making and I'd say don't just get stuck in your work and your studies. Mm. Make time for yourself. Correct. Yeah. Go out, you mm-hmm. know, have lunch. Yeah. Or like make go out friends. with your friends, yeah. make some friends and like do a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> do do get a hobby, you know? Yeah. Just don't indulge yourself so much in work and studies that you mm-hmm. get bored of your life and then yeah. you don't want to do it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think maybe you should just dedicate one hour or one day to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every week, if mm-hmm. you're like, if you, even if you have one hour every day to yourself, mm-hmm. it's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. really really mm-hmm. good. It just brings your mind back into the space. Yeah, because a lot of students were struggling when they are doing time management. Yeah, you know, they lost the way of working effectively. You yeah. know, they kind of miss you know mm-hmm. a lot of things. So it's quite important to manage those things, especially those are different type of things yeah. gathering together. Yeah. Yeah. Even I'd say in New Zealand every school has um student counselors, mm-hmm. student advisors. So if anyone is struggling with all those skills, you know, to how to manage your time or how to mm-hmm. how to talk to people, how to, you know, get in touch with other other people or like other groups that you can you can always go to your community center in your school. Mm-hmm. Every school has a different community group. Like if you're Indian, there's a community Indian community group. If you're mm-hmm. Chinese, there's an 
Chinese community group, like you can always go talk to them because those are the people who have already been through the things that you are going through now. Yeah, they're more so experienced. They're they know more a lot experienced. Of yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they can always help you out, figure out how to balance your time, how to you know um, figure out how to talk to people, or who you do you want to go meet, and how do you want to solve this problem? Yeah, because right. I know there can be a lot of problems, but then there are a lot of solutions, and people are not aware of this. Mm. So New Zealand, every school in New Zealand, I I think yeah. They have counselors and they have student advisors, especially for international students. Mm -hmm. So they can always go to them, talk to them, and they'll always figure a figure out the solution for their problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. interesting. And I, when I was doing my uh, PhD, I was scheduled time for publications, oh, yeah. you know, the research publications, and I published uh, ten papers, including four book chapters during mm -hmm. the whole process. So it's it's managed based on the working schedule that I have done, then what going to be published. Oh, yeah. So pre prepare for the next. So it mm -hmm. goes one by one, which is yeah. uh, quite effective based on time management mm -hmm. by cooperation with my uh, supervisors. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's important for you to interaction with your supervisors, supervisors and at all time when you study. Because they're yeah. always more experienced, you know, than you. Mm. They're always more experienced, so they know what you might be going through. But just because you're not telling them, just because you're not putting yeah. your point across to them, mm -hmm. how would they know that they, you want mm. their help? You know? yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, next time we're going to discuss some of the other topics oh, yeah. that are related to international students. Totally, you know, it's, we can focus on particular aspect. Uh -huh. Yeah, like how to get your, uh, you know assessment done effectively mm -hmm. something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, that would be quite useful for other students to, to know. Yeah. yeah. Especially those who are not speaking English as their native languages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me, myself, like I did not speak English as my native language. Hindi mm -hmm. is my native language. Yeah. Um, it's just that when you come to an English speaking country, mm -hmm. you get so used to that language that you feel like now it's your language. Yeah. You know, because you go everywhere and you speak in English and you talk to people, you have conversations. And I know some people hesitate in their, you know, languages and they think that they're not fluent enough and they're not mm -hmm. comfortable speaking it. Right. I just say, go to different kinds of classes. Like mm -hmm. We have English speaking classes here. We have mm -hmm. um, the charitable groups that do specific, you know, English speaking mm -hmm. um, groups and time management skills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I go to them. And try and having different conversations with people. Like even if you're yeah. at home, you're talking to your friend, just talk in English. Yeah. I feel like that should just um, bring bring out the comfortableness that you have in English. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a good thing. To yeah, do. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for your advice. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have uh, another show next time. Totally, totally. Yeah. I'm up for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you for your listen. Thank you so much for calling me here. Thank you. Thank you. Tera ye zaroor hai teri nazar ka kusoor hai